Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This text comes in on the Ashley Fine Flores text line at 135. Bob, as spring approaches, the wildfire, uh, the wildfire risk increases. Call 310-FIRE to report. Update, due to a large number of calls, some clarification will be required. If you spot smoke from the bush, call immediately. However, flames on the golf course are a totally normal part of spring in Alberta. Don't be concerned. See, that's a bit... I, I wanted the Battle of Alberta, man. I wanted that! We're not going to see it. Uh, the Oilers and the San Jose Sharks tonight, a game that will have some impact potentially on who plays who to open up the Stanley Cup playoffs. Just before we go to John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling, do want to tell you, Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. They're still making it great. They've got the brand-new Canadian Club Pizza with ham, chicken, bacon, ranch, and fresh tomatoes. You can visit royalpizza.ca, 14 locations in the Edmonton and surrounding area. Is uh, the Oilers leading the NHL in power play goals with 88 and shorthanded goals with 17? A plus 13 goal differential when McDavid and Drysdale are not on the ice five on five as well. They take on the San Jose Sharks, who've used 40 skaters this season. They got 12 picks for the upcoming draft. We bring a order inside the game analyst. Well, he's our Oilers insider. That's John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Hello, John. How you doing? I'm great, Bob. How are you? Good. All right. We're going to get you to put your TV hat on first. What is going on right now at the offices with the NHL in relation to TNT, in relation to ESPN? and uh, Sportsnet, who, of course, have got the national package. How much input do the respective uh, networks have versus the input that the teams have? Uh, The teams have little or no input. Uh, The league would be working um, with, in this order, uh, ESPN and TNT. ESPN first, they pay more uh, on the U.S.-U.S. matchups. And then, obviously, when there's a Canadian team involved, uh, there is a lot more input from our friends at Rogers. So that's so. What would be happening now, and is probably on a whiteboard in his office in New York City. The schedule maker has. Well, if Edmonton plays L.A., here's the scenario. Edmonton plays Seattle. Here's the scenario. Edmonton plays. Winnipeg, here's the scenario. So that, that's basically what's going on. 
and all the networks will have mock schedules by now trying to figure out certain things um rogers for existence uh, for example i believe have requested that the maple leafs and the oilers play on the same nights so they have a dynamic double header really on those nights yes um at this point that's what i believe uh and my first inclination is depending again it also depends on who they play um that it would be a Tuesday night start for the Oilers. Okay. Uh, if you're NHL Hockey and Rogers, even though they don't have the regional rights for the Winnipeg Jets, in a perfect world, do the Jets not play the Oilers? Or does it matter? I think that that's what the, the one big change would be if Edmonton plays Winnipeg, does that have more of a national appeal? And quite frankly, that would be one where ESPN or TNT would just say, you guys decide what you're going to do, and we'll try to figure out where we're putting it. Okay. Um, so, but, you know, it, it brings up an, a very interesting question. When, when you'd have a Canadian versus Canadian matchup, what would the philosophy be? And certainly that game, you know, those games, would love, they would love to be able to place on the CBC uh, as opposed to on Sportsnet. Uh, and if if Winnipeg does play Edmonton, is that the scenario where you would suggest that you have Edmonton Winnipeg on one night and the Maple Leafs on the other? Yeah, it, John, it's interesting too because in like to me it seemed like TNT they I think that six or seven times during the year they had the Oilers. ESPN late yep. year we saw Ray Ferraro, who I think's one of the best analysts in the business. We saw him a bunch down you know maybe three times. Um, and even like TNT had the Wednesday night package. There tended to be fewer games broadcast on the. I mean, look, they did, they did, they didn't pivot away from San Jose and Calgary last night. They did that game. Two teams that were not in the playoffs. So I found that quite interesting. Uh, then again, there weren't any. There weren't any other options at 8 p.m. last night. Um, and they they definitely picked up. Uh, ESPN had the Battle of Alberta last year, and then TNT at the Western Conference Final. But ESPN made the most of their coverage during the Battle of Alberta. I mean, you'd watch the shows. You know, I'd go and even though we were you know in Canada, you'd hop online and go to YouTube and you watch the various EP, ESPN uh, uh, talk shows during the course of the day and their different formats that they have. And there was there was a lot of focus and attention. Is that just a byproduct of the you know McDavid and mostly McDavid, but McDavid and Drysdale. What do you think goes into that? Well, I think there's twofold. First of all, when you when you talk about the byplay and inside the industry, it's called shoulder programming. Um, that's that's really one of the reasons why the NHL wanted to return to ESPN is because you, you got a lot more bang for your buck other than the game. You know, you got the lead story on Sports Center. You got mentioned a lot more on PTI. Even you got even got mentioned on Stephen Smith's show, even though it was probably negative. You know, th- those were those were key things in in the whole. We've got to get back to ESPN uh, for the good of the game. Um, the other part of it is is that you, you know they you know both networks in their contracts have made a commitment to cover every game of the playoffs. So. When you have uh, a scenario where the Edmonton Oilers are one of the best teams in the league and they have the best player in the league, you better introduce them to your audience well before the 17th of April. 
you better make sure that your audience knows who Connor McDavid is and knows, you know, what makes the Edmonton Oilers tick long before you see him in a playoff series. And, and, that's, and that's something that I think the, the league has done a very good job of pushing both TNT and ESPN to do. And that's why the Oilers have been seen so many more times. And that's why I have those darn 852 starts as well. Yeah. John, are you disappointed there won't be a Battle of Alberta in the playoffs this year? I am. Oh, I, I, listen, if you could put those two teams together any time, it's, it, it's better for everybody. That's why I'm, I'm, that's why I'm really pushing for a, I think an Edmonton-Winnipeg series would be fantastic. When you think of the history of, of, of you know, the Jets and the Oilers from 1972 and through the 80s and even the four-game sweep that the Jets had a couple of years back, there's enough of a rivalry there and the Prairie Provinces to keep me interested. But, yes, I would have loved to have seen another Calgary-Edmonton series. What happens in Calgary? With them missing the playoffs. No contract for tree living. Daryl Sutter getting up uh, in the fall two more years at $4 million per. Yeah, I, I, I suspect that um, I'd, I'd love to see what the players are going to say privately. We'll never know uh, what their reaction to Daryl being behind the bench again. I think we have to, I think we have to wait and see um, what's going to happen. Uh, at first blush, you know, with what you talked about, it looks like Daryl's there to stay and Brad isn't. Um, but, you know, maybe there's another voice in there of Murray Edwards saying, okay, how do we make this? How do we fix this? You know, the, the, there's something obviously wrong. It's not a case of, uh, of one thing going wrong. There's obviously something wrong. Um, and, you know, I, 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 you know, how they fix it, whether it's Brad fixing it, whether it's Daryl fixing it, or whether it's somebody else fixing it, something has to happen. We're joined by John Shannon, Bob Stoffer with you at Oilers now. The Oilers of the San Jose Sharks tonight. Uh, Connor McDavid's had an unreal season. The Oilers have, I mean, they're coming home hard here, John. They're 13-0-1 in the last 14. I did think, even when they were 21-18-3, that the team could get 47-52 to 52 wins. I just didn't envision them uh, potentially going 14-0-1 in their final 15 games. Uh, is there, you, you talked to lots of people around the league. Are they, you know, you talked about the fact that Edmonton's got a good team. Is this team seen differently now, even than, uh, than it was maybe a year ago at this time? Well, I think this team's seen differently from March the 1st. Yeah. I think that I think the the trade deadline changed a lot of people's attitudes of what the Edmonton Oilers are and will be, uh, and I think the wake up call has occurred. And I think that there are people throughout the NHL, uh, you know, with with teams and with networks, uh, saying uh, we could easily be in Edmonton in June. It's not out of the realm. Uh, I don't want to get the cart ahead of the horse, but. Um, you know, it, it, it's not out of the realm to think that the Stanley Cup final could be at Rogers Place. John, about three weeks ago, Elliot Friedman reported that there was some dissatisfaction from a couple of the partners in the American Hockey League with the body of work of AHL President Scott Housen, who, as you know, is the former GM of the Columbus Blue Jackets and twice was basically the number two yeah. in Edmonton as assistant GM and later as a, a director of player personnel. Uh, Elliot is just reporting that the NHL sent a note today to all clubs and all AHL teams strongly mm-hmm. indicating support for AHL President Scott 
Schottenhausen, who does not yet have a contract extension. How much weight does the NHL have with the American Hockey League on this issue? Well, there's there's two groups in the American League ownership. So there are the uh, the, the te- obviously the team-owned clubs, uh, like Calgary owns their AHL team. The the Maple Leafs own the Marlies. Montreal owns Laval. Uh, the Oilers own Bakersfield. Um, there there's that group, but there's also some independent owners that have uh, have uh, affiliate deals with NHL teams, and really it's those owners. Uh, that feel that uh, there is, they're not being as aggressive. Scott isn't being as aggressive in the job and, and doing what he needs to do to the job. And so that's the difficult part is the NHL clubs, I think, would probably toe the line with Gary about Scott Housen and the job he's doing. But it's the independent owners, you know, the, the guys in Syracuse uh, that, that own teams. Chicago. that uh, are, well, Chicago's a, and Chicago's a different animal completely. Um, but but teams that are are you know are making money for their owners as opposed to for their NHL clubs. Um, it'll be interesting to see what kind of influence uh, the commissioner's letter to all those people has. So uh, you know that as much as we think uh, Gary Bettman has a difficult job being commissioner of the. Um, NHL. Uh, Scott Housen's job of herding cats at the American League level might be twice as difficult uh, because not only do you have owners pushing and pulling, but you have the NHL pushing and pulling and trying to get things out of it. So it's a, it's a difficult position without the opportunity for the great revenue that the NHL has. John, great stuff. Uh, look forward to touching base with you. We'll have a way better idea by the end of tonight, and uh, we'll have you on Monday's show. The well, you, you haven't told me who, who you want to play yet, Bob. Who you want? Who you playing? I'm fine. I, this is this is a good <laughs> Oilers team. Just go play. Oh boy, that's a very diplomatic one. That's good. There you go. Thanks, John. <laughs> See you later. That's uh, John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, Bobby and Steve and the team at Legacy Heating and Cooling, uh, they can get it for you. Get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. We're going to bring Brendan Escott in at this time, 148 in Edmonton for the Oilers Now Prospect Report for Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace, reface. Brendan, what do you got? Well, you mentioned it earlier this week, but Jake Chase on playing hero in game seven of the series between Saskatoon and Regina in the opening round of the Western Hockey League playoffs. Not a big series for, for uh, Chase on point-wise. He only had three of them, but coming at a big time, he scored the overtime. Uh, no, he, actually, yes, he did. What am I looking at here? Overtime winner, yes. <laughs> and then he scored uh, in the 4-1 series winner as well. So uh, uh, He is an Oilers pick. He was fourth round, 116th overall back in 20. 2021 and made the move from Brandon to Saskatoon for this playoff push. All right. Uh, when we come back this day in Oilers history, um, yeah, and uh, we're also going to have a little bit of conversation uh, on what we're looking uh, to see happens tonight, the Oilers and the San Jose Sharks. It is 149 at Edmonton, and this is Oilers Now. Let's go to Listing Oilers History, presented by New West Travel. Serving travelers since 1979. You can book your vacation today at newwesttravel.com. And they will be doing uh, playoff Oilers Now roadies at New West Travel. 
Brennan's going to go back to 2010. What happened? <laughs> Much different time then. The Oilers won the draft lottery, giving them the first overall pick in the June draft and the choice between Taylor and Tyler. We know how that one panned out. Uh, Taylor Hall, six years in Edmonton before being flipped to New Jersey. Uh, Tyler Sagan, 736 points. Taylor Hall, 693. Sagan's played 79 more games. Hall's won an MVP. Sagan's won a Stanley Cup. Uh, that is this day in Oilers history. Brendan, tonight I'm going to see whether or not Connor McDavid can make history. If he scores twice, it'd be the most goals in a season since six, uh, 95, 96. So most goals in a year uh, going back the last 27 years. What about you? Well, I got my eyes on Stuart Skinner. I'm glad they gave him the start and the opportunity to go for win 29 here as a rookie. If he can break Grant Fears' record, that would be pretty impressive. And a big feather in his cap in that Calder Trophy case. Yes, and it's a legitimate case, no question about it. Elliot Friedman will be amongst our guests on tomorrow's edition of... Uh Oilers now for NHL Hockey on Rogers, courtesy of Abe's Door Service. Of course, uh, Reed Wilkins, myself, uh, Cam Moon, Rob Brown, Jack Michaels, Brendan Escott, all part of the Oilers Radio Network that will bring you the face-off show beginning at 5.30. I'll join you at 5.35. Then we'll have the puck drop of the game tonight at 7 p.m. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Randy Kilburn, and then Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then Chelsea Unchad from 3 till 5.30. Back at you, 5.35 at Studio 99.